Hello and welcome to Be Your Own Healer. I'm Jeanette Murray and I'm so happy to be with you today to share some ideas as you strive to make your way in this complex reality we call life. Today's topic is the power of self-love and believe me it's an important one for all of us. No matter if your path in life is straight and smooth, crooked and rugged, or teetering on the edge of disaster. I hope it's not the last one. Self-love is at the heart of all our success, our self-fulfillment, our joy, our creativity, and our love of life. Wow, it really is that amazing and powerful. So let's start with a quick little exercise. In your mind, or if you want to put it down on paper, that's fine. I want you to think or draw a line with the words self-hate on the left-hand side and self-love on the right-hand side. Got that? Okay, now put a series of numbers starting on the left with zero, going across the line, writing out zero to ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay? So we now have a continuum. Zero is meaning complete self-hate. And the continuum goes all the way up to 10 or complete self-love. Right now, today, at this very moment, where would you put yourself on this continuum? Circle the number that best describes where you are today. Are you in the middle A five or six, maybe? Or are you more on the self-hate at a two or a three? Or are you feeling you're somewhere in the upper range? Eight, nine, or maybe even ten on the self-love scale? It doesn't matter what number you circle. No one is judging you. And I'm certainly not going to tell you you should or shouldn't be any particular number. It's just a way to gauge where you are right now on the continuum. That's it. You're done. Now, look at your number and answer this question. Where would I like to be? It's perfectly okay to say a 9 or even a 10. Now I want you to think about this. If you were this number you picked... What would it feel like? What would you be doing differently? How might it change the way you look or feel or how you act? How you behave toward others? How you handle difficult situations? What you say about yourself? How might being this number on the self-love scale change your life? Okay so far? Great. Now, think about the number you originally circled. Does it make you feel good? Self-motivated? Interested in life? Are you interesting to others? Does it make you feel strong, happy, worthy, capable, self-satisfied? Or does it bring you down a little? stifle you in some way, 
make you feel small, hold you back, discourage you, or make you feel inadequate or not good enough, or less motivated than you would like to be. Just take a moment to reflect on this while I pet my cat. Okay, so what did you discover about yourself? Was any of this surprising to you? Loving oneself is the key to, well, just about everything good we want in life. Happiness, material success, health, confidence, romantic love, friendships, connection to others, a sense that your life is on the right track, that you're headed in the right direction. Self-love is like the coal that keeps the fire burning in the locomotive engine, or if you prefer, the rocket fuel that lifts the rocket off the ground and sends it on its trajectory to the moon. Let me give you an illustration. I once had a classmate who was trying to finish her dissertation for her PhD. She was right on the cusp of completion when she lost all momentum. Hi, sweetie. Her enthusiasm waned, her energy sank, and she just gave up. She truly just shut down. I was astonished because in my mind, she was brilliant, talented, an expert in her field, and she had everything going for her. I couldn't imagine her giving up on anything so important. We talked, and I found out that there wasn't anything going on in her life that was holding her back. No illness, no depression or loss, no family tragedy, no breakup, nothing. Nothing external, that is. It was all coming from inside of her. And the more we talked, the more we both came to understand that inside her, was a little voice, a tiny little girl voice that was saying, I'm not smart enough. This tiny little girl voice had the power of a psychic hurricane that shut everything down. And it all traced back to a time in school, in second grade, in fact, when a teacher told her she would never be as smart as her brother. Her psyche fell for that lie with all the dynamic and formative power of a seven-year-old mind. And it became her belief, her image of herself, her reality, and the most self-defeating concept of her life. Her ability to love herself was stomped flat that day. And she went through life always feeling inadequate and hating herself for being the stupid child in the family. Have you ever had such an experience in your life? Maybe more than one? Remember the story I told in another podcast about the woman who never experienced love from her mother? How the concept of self-love was so foreign to her, she had no frame of reference. She couldn't even imagine where to begin. The only way I could explain it to her was to point out how she loved her dogs and took such good care of them. And that was what she needed to do for herself. Treat yourself like a dog, I told her. Wherever you are in this continuum of self-love, and remember 
There's no judgment. I want you to think about what a little more self-love would look like. Would it give you more confidence? Would it enable you to stand up for yourself? Protect your rights? Not let people use, abuse, or take advantage of you? Would it allow you to ask for what you needed? To say no to what you didn't want? To feel empowered? To be proud of your accomplishments? To be able to give yourself compliments and pat yourself on the back and rejoice in your successes? And to challenge yourself to do things you really wanted to do? To go to sleep at night thinking, what a great day it was and how you made it that way. Self-love is your birthright. Feeling good and proud of yourself is your power. Being able to fully love and appreciate yourself, even if no one else does, is a virtue. It's a divine gift. It's a victory over life itself because, as we all know, life has funny ways of tearing us down and making us feel bad about ourselves. Let's take a look at how it does this. First, family is one of the biggest influences on our ability to love ourselves. Scoldings by parents, teasing by siblings, verbal assaults by other children, low or failing grades on tests. All these have an impact, but it goes back even further than that, as early as infancy. Being left to cry yourself to sleep, not being fed on a regular schedule, being handled roughly, and so on. Every experience in life has an impact on the developing brain and every touch, every word, every tone of voice and even vibration is recorded in the infant brain. Now for you parents who are listening, please don't get the impression that you have damaged your child because you haven't done everything perfectly. No one is a perfect parent and a lot can be learned from imperfect parenting, but that's a whole topic for another time. The point is, your ability to love yourself started out in your family, then was influenced later by school. And then, let's not forget, the impact of religion. Oh my God. (laughs) I am not one to judge, criticize, put down, or comment on anyone's religious beliefs. So let that fear go if your toes are starting to curl. But, I do have to state unequivocally that one's religious beliefs, at least the earliest ones that we are indoctrinated into by virtue of our family's religious leanings, have a direct and powerful impact on self-love and self-esteem, which is synonymous with self-love. My Catholic upbringing caused me to believe I was born with sin, I was a lonely, a lowly sinner from the get-go, and only if I followed a strict protocol, attended Mass, said prayers, novenas, did the Stations of the Cross, and behaved in a manner befitting a good little Catholic girl, 
Did I ever even have a chance for salvation? I was taught not to be vain, which meant never receiving compliments, not thinking highly of yourself, not feeling proud of your accomplishments or yourself because pride comes before a fall. And generally, I felt unworthy. Religion has a powerful influence on how much self-love or self-hate we have. If you don't agree with me, then you are one of the lucky ones that happened to be born into or found a religious path that encouraged you to love yourself and did not extol the virtues of self-negation or self-hatred. Let me share a story. A man had a son who was going down a terrible path in life, always fighting, stealing, causing trouble, and generally causing his father a lot of grief. My son is going to burn forever in hell, the man lamented each day. One day he met a swami on his way to the town's well, and he poured out his heart, saying to the swami all about his son's misdeeds and ending with, and God is going to punish my son for eternity in the fires of hell. The swami who was a very wise and kindly man, said to him, I have a solution. Oh, please tell me, the man said. I will follow your advice to the letter. The Swami continued, When your son is asleep, tie him up very securely. Then go and build a big bonfire. When it is very hot, pick your son up and throw him into the blaze. That way, he will no longer be able to cause you any more trouble. The man was horrified. He shouted in protest, How could I do such a thing? He's my son. How could you tell me to do such a thing? The Swami smiled and said very gently, And neither could God, his heavenly Father, for your son is his beloved child, too. I love this story for several reasons. We are loved. We are beloved. We were created in love. And whether we make mistakes or falter on our path or give up on ourselves or put ourselves down, we still are loved. We're never condemned, forsaken, or damned. Whether you believe in a loving God or a creative force or some force that brought you into existence, isn't it logical that you are one of a kind? You are unique, you're special, and you're loved for being just who you are. If that thought causes you confusion or dissonance in your brain, just let it settle for now, and don't ponder it for too long. But do look at yourself honestly lovingly, perhaps with forgiveness and gentleness, and know that no matter what, you are precious. You have a place in this world. You have a light to shine if you will only allow yourself to do it. Thank you so much for listening. I wish you love and life and joy and happiness. 
and I will leave you with a quote by Kim McMillan. When I loved myself enough, I began leaving whatever wasn't healthy. This meant people, jobs, my own beliefs and habits, anything that kept me small. My judgment called it disloyal. Now I see it as self-loving. I love you and hope you enjoyed listening to The Power of Self-Love. Take care, God bless, and talk to you soon.